it under 100. Folks, welcome back. Or should I say welcome if you're a new listener to Season 2, Episode 1 of the Keep It Under 100 podcast. Your gracious hosts, myself, Dan Slater, and AJ Kaziak are here. AJ, how are you? I'm well. Are you a new man? In uh, You're still well as a new still man well in 2022? Still well as a new man. Cold as shit right now. I'm wearing a jacket inside because I've just been cold all day. <clears throat> no I, golf this weekend because of the weather. Well, Same. I... So I, so let's just get right into it. We'll get into... we got a couple different segments here. So if you are new to this podcast, we do a state of the game. We start our podcast with the state of the game every week. Stagnant. Still the same. And it is not the state of the professional game. It is the state of our own personal golf games. Uh, so AJ still has not played. It's been a long time. Other than that, since we played uh, at um, three weeks ago. Okay, so one time in the last, what, like two and a half months? Three, uh, three months? twice in the last two okay. and a half months. All right. Well, I did play. I actually just flew back from Georgia today for work, but I got in around the golf on Sunday. And it was actually unusual, unusually warm for Georgia this time of year. It just got over 80 degrees when I played on Sunday. I would cry if it was 80 degrees here tomorrow. It was awesome. I didn't even play good. Like The one thing I was worried about is I haven't been driving it very well, at least on the simulator. I drove it like a champ. I, hit, I think I had almost every fairway. But my iron, irons failed you? Irons were dog shit. Did you get rid of them? I'm about to. I think after I get back, <laughs> after I get back from Vegas in a couple weeks... I think the iron fitting is going to be scheduled. Get these so, things away from me. Exactly. And then I was just messing around. We actually went to the simulator as well. I went with uh, Stupid Dave and Ryan last... Whatever day that was. Um, yeah, that and was. I was. And I was messing around hitting their drivers. And on the simulator, my ball speed like went up like almost 10 miles an hour. I was like, what the hell? So I was like, is my driver costing... Probably, probably broken. Just I was like, like is my driver right? costing me ball, ball speed? Could be. Yeah, I get the new Stealth. thing looks sweet. It does look pretty sweet. The new Callaway looks sweet, too. It's like the... What is it? Epic Speed LT or something like that? It's always Epic something. Something. Who knows? Anyway. All right. We should know. We're that, a golf podcast. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, we're not getting new clubs yet. i got to wait and research the new stuff when I actually get it. Which I'm probably going to do. I'll probably end up with a new driver by like June, for sure. <laughs> Mini driver. Yeah. So that is the state of our game. So before we get into the you know the start of the 2022 PGA Tour season and the Century Tournament of Champions, I saw this thing on Twitter, and I was hoping we'd get more people on this pod today, but just I had I was giggling to myself just thinking about it, but it was a it was on Twitter and it was. Pick any movie, keep one character, and you replace the rest of the characters with Muppets. So, just to clarify, it's like Muppet characters, not Muppet versions of the other characters. Like it's not like a oh, pup, it's not like a puppet version of like. That's not what I was thinking. I was thinking puppet versions of the actual movie characters. Oh no, I was thinking of actual Muppets. So I was so like, this, you, that keep, you keep them okay. one character and the rest so that, are replaced with Muppets. Okay, so that thinking. that works. Good then, because I'll do it my way, and you can okay. do it your way. That'll be like a little front nine back, yeah, and little two sides to the coin. So, well, you go first. Then I'm curious. Well, questions. I wrote a bunch down, so I'll, I'll just do a couple, and then you can throw a couple out. So the first one that I popped into my head was uh, the Departed, and you keep okay. and you keep Jack Nicholson. Okay, and then everyone else's puppets are, are Muppet versions of yeah. themselves. Muppet, yeah, yeah, Muppet puppet. Um, the other one, and these are just 
off the top of my head, the ones that I thought would be funny, not necessarily change the tone of the movie or anything. Yeah. Uh, the other one I thought was uh, Avengers Infinity War, and you keep Thanos. It was like a Muppets. And then every like all the Avengers are Muppets. Yeah. I mean, I think it's funnier if you were to replace all the characters with Muppets, like actual Muppets. Okay. So and then the other one I thought is just a random movie that me and a couple of my buddies always talk about is Pitch Perfect. Good movie. But keep Anna Kendrick and then everybody else is Muppets. Okay. There's no significance to that. I just really like Anna Kendrick, so You just want to look at her while there's just puppets around? And it'd be funny to see a bunch of Muppets just singing the whole time. Yeah, but they're Muppet versions of the other characters. I know. So I think you just replace them with just Muppets, and you just go... Okay, like, what do you got then? If you, so you're replacing them with the actual Muppets. The actual Muppets. Okay. okay. So it's like, 40-year-old virgin, the Muppet movie, would be hilarious, and you keep Steve Carell as the main character, and everyone else is just Muppets. Okay. So I think this would work best. Like The party would be a good one as well. Like The most R-rated... Yeah, dirty movie or violent so movie. So you have like, and you have just Leo Muppets. and Gon- or uh, Kermit and Gonzo, or like Leo and uh, Leo and uh, yeah, Matt Damon. And Matt Damon is it's how you run the movie. That's why I thought the question was. So really, literally, I can see any, it either way. I can see it either any way. Any movie that's it has to be an R-rated movie for the the mass hilarity effect of having Muppets in it. Okay, so like something like Four Year Old Virgin, you keep Steve Carell. I do your Departed one where you keep Jack Nicholas, like or Jack Nicholson. Okay. Um, I think that's the way you go with it. Okay. And well, I just thought my number one before Real Virgin would be hilarious, I think. Yeah. So I had a couple more where I was thinking, like, it would actually it would just change the complete tone of the movie. So I think that works with with your aspect, right? Like yeah, if so if you add Muppets to a movie, it's going to okay. change the tone a bit. <laughs> so, but not, not their characters. So your version of it. Yeah. Like Devil Wears Prada, and you keep Meryl Streep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or... Armageddon, and you keep Billy Bob Thornton. Just only Billy Bob Thornton? So, like, he's the guy in, like, Houston directing the whole thing. He's, like, the head of NASA. I would say Bad Santa, and you keep Billy Bob Thornton. That works, too. (laughs) The other one that I thought would be... Because it's a really dark movie. It's one of my favorite movies. uh, V for Vendetta. I've only seen it once forever ago. But you keep the main hero as As who he is, as V. And everyone else is Muppets. Muppets. Actual Muppets. Yeah. Yeah. So you have, like, a... Like a Nazi style government run, yeah. run by like Gonzo or something. Inglorious Bastards, you keep Brad Pitt. Yeah. And everyone and else is Muppets. There you go. A little Muppet, like a like Kermit playing Muppet Hitler would be hilarious. Yeah. Or like a Dunkirk version of, yeah. of the Muppets. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> if you just. Inter, inter, you, interstellar and keep. Well, there's not that many characters in it, I guess. That doesn't work as well. No, it has to have like a full cast. Oh, and it has I got to be it. like a ridiculous. I got movie. it. Don't even keep any of the actors. Uh, maybe Leo. Inception. I've never seen Inception. I'm going to admit that right Are now. Are you serious? I swear to God. That is one, just flat out one of the best movies. Never ever. seen it. Never oh seen that God. or any of the Matrixes. Matrices. Okay, well, you need to watch the first Matrix. But the rest of them, meh. Okay. Anyway, I just thought that was funny, so wanted to get that in there. So this week, the PGA Tour season kicks off. Well, technically it doesn't kick off because they have a wraparound schedule. But I think for anyone at home... This is kind of the official start to the year, right? Like, this is when people start getting excited about golf again. This is when all the big names, like, come back and play in the same spot, especially at this tournament where it's all winners from the prior year. Correct. Um, I think it's big. I think people like seeing the same course every year, especially when the course is, like, identifiable. Like, not, not something in, like, Houston where you couldn't tell that course from any other. You can tell this course from... 
from anywhere. Yeah. Beautiful course. The yeah. views are stupendous. <laughs> they, people talk about it a lot, but like people kind of make fun of Mark Rolfing because of how nostalgic he gets on the broadcast, <laughs> talking about the whale watching and stuff. But I love it. Like That's what I look forward to as part of this broadcast. And the course is cool. The course is really cool. It's got a little bit of everything. It's got like elevation. It's got drivable fours. It's got really wow. interesting par threes. Some thick rough on certain holes. Or not, mm-hmm. I guess deep rough isn't super thick. Like Kepka just had a shot four or five holes ago that... A lot of big fairways. Huge fairways. Plenty of plenty of large fairways for me to miss. I think the eight the tee shot on eighteen on this course in Kapalua is or Kapalua is the course. Yeah, is one of the more plantation in, course. One of the more interesting tee shots to watch, like in golf. I love watching that tee shot on eighteen. Hey, we'll be able to turn it on here soon and watch people tee off on eighteen. That's the other thing is primetime golf. Yeah, is, is the best. Well, and being able to watch it with like such a small field, you can watch it like primetime golf at a reasonable like you can watch the entire thing. It's not like if this was in you know, Japan, and you right. have some primetime golf, but half of it is when you're asleep. Right. So, as of now, we got... Uh, Four-way tie. Yeah. It's not the whole... The whole field hasn't teed off yet. We still have Harris English and Cantlay to tee off, but um, most of the field is teed off. We got, what, a 30... 32-man event? Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, Garrett Hago, Daniel Berger, Eric Van Royen, all tied at five under. You got Joel Damon and Taylor Gooch. At uh, four under, a host of people at three and two. So, the Kepka dropped to three. Kepka dropped all the way to two. Hovland dropped to three. Oh, geez. So, they that were all happened on 14. Yeah, Hovland was leading a minute ago, and <clears throat> Kepka was at four under. But, should be interesting. So, uh, I was I, going into the tournament, I was actually going to pick Kepka. But, I was. It seems weird now that I'm picking him now that he's after already in the top 10. I had. The Shambo on my winner list. If I'm looking at the list now and picking someone, I mean, you can pick anyone on this board, so the rounds just started. But yeah, it's only two, three holes. Watching what I've watched play. today, Hopland looks pretty good. I think his, his issues have been putting so far, though I'm not sure what happened in the last hole. So. so, did you see what happened to him? So, Delta lost his clubs. Yeah, it snapped his driver head off right. the shaft. So, the last time he won, whatever that was, was it Puerto Rico? Wherever what, he the won, Hero World Challenge? No, not that one. The one before that. No. But that day, they lost his clubs, too. And they, um... I don't know. His driver shaft broke on the range, I think. I am in. Either Bro- way. Broken he, driver. He borrowed a... He didn't have a backup. So he put it... He put in a shaft that he hadn't hit before and won the tournament. Mm. And now he's got a broken driver shaft again. Might win the tournament. The guy's about to be breaking his, his driver before the Masters and every, uh... Yeah, you might have to. Every I mean, single major this That would year. be an interesting little uh, little good luck charm. Yeah. Just <laughs> Wednesday rip, of a tournament, you just, just break your driver. Just rip one right in half. Um, okay. Well, I mean, I, I'll take Kepka though. I'll, oh, yeah. like I'll still ride my DeChambeau. He's plus one, I believe, last I looked. Could With be. these fairways, he should destroy this course. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, you're going to see probably the winning score be close to 30 under. I don't know. They, it depends if they get weather. Like today, it's going to be low because they they did lift clean in place today. Yeah. But if they get wind on this course, people are going to struggle to keep it keep it under. Yeah. Not a hundred under par. Uh, I wouldn't say they would struggle. If they get a lot of wind on this course, it's it's all exposed. There's nothing blocking the wind. And the yeah. winner, I don't think the winner is even. But how big the fairways are, and it's not like we'll have to see. Like, what, there's what not a ton of like. 
What was the winner last year, though? I bet you it wasn't more than 20. Uh, let me see. I'll pull it up right now. I'm going to say it was definitely over 20. You think so? Oh, yeah, it was. So Harris English and Joaquin Neiman went into a playoff at 25 under. Yeah. Of course, sense. if you ha- if you make a par at this course, you're behind the field. Justin Thomas was one shot back. So anyway, we'll uh, we'll recap the event next week. I'm sure we're going to be watching a bunch of it this weekend. Yeah. But uh, with with this being kind of the unofficial start to the year, go on. back, baby. Sure is, and it's just going to ramp up our excitement. My golf boner. Yeah, exactly. So we want to go through, kind of preview this season. Who? So a couple things we want to address. We want, we're going to pick the four majors and the players. Okay. We'll do um, pick somebody to win, maybe a first-time winner. Any prop bets out there that you like? And then now, I first-time winner on tour or first-time major winner? Either way. Well, I mean, because I'm doing first-time winner. Like ever? In no. Anything. Well, or major first, winner. First-time PGA Tour winner. Okay, PGA Tour. Okay. Yeah. Um. And then someone not to win. Like at all this year? Nope. Not okay. once. And then who, and then we'll prop finish bets. it out with like who, prop bets if you got any. And then who's going to end the year world number one. So currently right now, obviously, John Rahm is world number one. So okay. who is going to end the year? So why don't we just go in order uh, for the majors to start. So kick us off with Augusta. Yeah. So Masters, what, April 7th to the 10th, I believe? Mm-hmm. Everyone knows Augusta, so I don't really talk about the course. Uh, I think it's going to come down to driving accuracy and iron play there. Don't want to get into trouble. Uh, last year, we almost had a first-time winner with Sal Torres, which usually doesn't happen. First time there, usually play poorly. He finished tied second. I don't think he'll win this didn't, year. Didn't hear from him much after that. No. He played out of his mind. He played well at the PGA, actually, and then, but then after that... He was kind of. He did he had a, a lot back, of good highs. He had a couple good highs, but it was more mediocre. This he had a year. back injury in the middle of the year too, and then didn't do much after that. But top ten, great, probably one of the best iron players. I'll take Morikawa to win the Masters this year. Interesting. He's pretty young for a Masters win too. All right, I will take guy who's been close a couple times. Had an injury last year. What went from an equipment free agent to a Shrixon staffer. And he doesn't come across as a guy, like he's not doing, obviously most of these guys aren't doing this for money. Correct. But I think he really found some equipment that he likes, and I think he's finally getting over his injury. Um, and I think he can. He knows how to play this course by now, and I'll take Brooks. Brooks? Brooks, Brooks to get win number five. Brooks to get win major, number five? Major, <clears throat> major win number five. I do not agree with that, obviously. Yeah, whatever. Uh, okay, so we'll do May then. May is uh, the players, right? May is the players. Oh no, March is the players. Oh yeah, March. Yeah, March is. So we skip. Four. Let's go back to the players then. Well, so, you, yeah, players isn't technically a major, so. Starts so off. What's it here? Yeah, March eighth to the thirteenth. Yeah, I forgot it got moved from In May to March. Palm Valley, Florida. TPC Sawgrass. I will take Bryson. Bryson. Not. It's not a crazy driving course, but he's played well there. Had a chance to win last year. Had a. Had a nice top on the, on one of the holes yeah. last year, but uh, I, I'm just I'm expecting big things out of him this year, and I'll take him at the players. I do like that pick. I mean, Bryson showed last year that even when he's playing poorly by his standards, he's still a top twenty player right. every week, tournament in, tournament out. But I think John Rahm gets off to her early hot start and wins the uh, 
wins the, the players. players. Interesting. I don't think he'll end world number one, but I think he comes out hot. And... It's also the, the site of his infamous, uh, where he basically yelled at the caddy and went with his own decision, tried to hit a big draw yep. out of a bunker and just put it in the water on 16. Yeah. I think he'll listen to his caddy this year. All right, well, I got, I got Bryson then. Okay, and then we'll go to May. We'll go to the PGA at Southern Hills in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Recently renovated, too. Southern Hills in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Fun fact about that course while I was researching this. Uh, someone was murdered there in 1981. Jesus. Yeah. Well, so last year, a lot of golf balls were murdered by Phil Nicholson. Yeah. <clears throat> bombs and winning at Keough Island. So who is the PGA champion this year? So, I don't know a ton about this course, because I couldn't really find a ton. Like, there's no, like, previews for the PGA already. Uh-huh. Um, I'd watched a few videos. Doesn't look like there's a ton of trouble. Uh, small greens. I think uh, one of the new fathers will get his win here, and Ricky Fowler will win oh my God. the PGA champion. That There's very, very little signs of that happening. Small greens, to me, means good iron play. Um, I listened to a couple podcasts last year talking about they were t- it was no laying up. They were actually talking about Spieth, talking about how the major venues set up for him, kind of moving forward. Yeah, and this was one of the ones they brought up. Brought up. I'm not picking Spieth for this one, but another great young iron player who I think not only figured out his putting late last year, but also now has bones on the bag. JT, I'll take JT, JT to get his second PGA Championship. I like to pick. I can see it. I really, when I was looking at this one, because there wasn't a ton of info on the course because yeah. it just been re- newly renovated, I just blindly went Ricky because if you've been listening, you want to see it. I want to see it. it. Love me some big day, Rick. So you would literally love to see it. Yeah, right. would I would probably cry. All right, then we'll go to the U.S. Open at Brookline, which is in Brookline, Massachusetts, in the site of the infamous Justin Leonard Ryder Cup putt and the Im- infamous. Awful portrait shirts that the U.S. team wore. Those are gross. So anyway, so who you got at the U.S. Open or Brookline? U.S. Open, another young guy, first-time major winner, will be uh, Victor Hovland, I think. We'll put something together. No, I disagree. No? What, is it, what, is it, what do you disagree on? I disagree that Hovland is ready to win a major, let alone a U.S. Open, until he fixes his short game. Because his putting has been good, but his short game is still miserable. But he's one of the best iron players out there, I think. I think yeah. he gets it all together. But I don't think you win majors. You have to have a good week all around to win majors. I don't yeah. see it. His, his around the green leaves will have to be desired. But that's why I like Ricky in the uh, PJ Championship. He's one of the top ten around the green players last Ricky year. Ricky so. has a lot. Ricky was missing a lot last year because he wasn't... He was. He's always been a decent iron player, but he's never been one of the longer hitters. And not only did he lose distance, but he was also hitting less fairways. Yeah. And I know he was going through kind of a swing transition, so I think this year will really tell the story if we're going to like see, see the last resur- of Ricky. Yeah. Right. See a resurgence or if he's going to... So speaking of resurgence, a guy who actually did not win for the first time in his PGA Tour career so last season, I'm taking DJ at the U.S. Open. I think he's kind of over his his master's Schneid. hangover from... Okay. And the long season, like he must have been a big cocaine year for him last year. Well, just look at how he played at the Ryder Cup. Like when he finally turned it on, like it looked like after he won the mate the Masters in November of twenty. Yeah, he just kind of slept walk through twenty twenty one, and then when he turned it on at the, not that he wasn't trying to turn it on, the Correct. majors but in twenty twenty one. It all came together. It came together. Yeah. So 
I'm, I think he's got a couple more good years left in him, so I'll take him at the at Brookline. All right, and start us off for the uh, the Open. So the Open at the home of golf, St. Andrews. Uh, Morikawa, the winner last year. I will take a, a guy who I think this course fits up fits perfectly, and he contended last time he was there was a camera picture in his backswing away from knocking it sniff stiff and going into a playoff on eighteen when Zach Johnson won it. Uh, Jordan Spieth. Spieth? Okay. I mean, I could... Spieth winning a major this year would not surprise me. He is not my pick for this, but he's back, so to speak. Right. But I think uh, we'll have a two-time major winner in Morikawa this year. Jesus. I think... I mean, Morikawa is poised to be the best player in the world. And... I disagree. He's... I mean, he has just about everything outside of his putting can be streaky. Ugh. But I think that's something that you can get better at and not really lose. <clears throat> and so, he's he's got the pedigree to win. He does. He's got two majors. No, he does. He definitely doesn't have like scar tissue. He's he's got in the mix and finished the job. I just think like we've seen this a couple times over, right? Like when Rory was hot, it was like my God, Rory's gonna win twenty majors. Like Brooks is anyone well. gonna beat him? Brooks won four majors in like what? Eight, years. eight starts or something yeah. like that. And it was like, is anyone going to stop this guy? In 15 and 16, it was like, man, Spieth can just, he can just make it when he needs to. Like, this stuff goes through cycles. You don't always have your best stuff. And as repeatable as his swing is, I just, he's going to have a lull at some point in his irons. And when he does, he doesn't have anything else to, to pick that up. Like, he has to have that iron game be the best in the world. And if he doesn't, I, I just think you'll see a little bit of lull out of him this year. I think he's going to rise, and I guess as we'll just jump to it, he'll be my number one player at the end of the year, Kyle Morikawa. Okay, okay. so John Rahm is world number one. Morikawa is actually pretty close right I think now. he's two so or three. He's two, but he's not that far behind him. So, tech, I mean, he could catch him fairly quickly, but to be there at the end of the year is a different story, yes. right? So you had DJ at number three, Cantlay four, Bryson five, Shoffley Hovland, Thomas, Rory. Like, in my mind, after Rory, like Sam Burns, Louis, Harris, English, those guys aren't getting the number one in the world. No. Outside of that, like, maybe if Spieth or Kepka or Matsuyama get, like, really hot and rattle off, like, three, Matsuyama, four wins. I don't think Matsuyama would yeah. get to world one. So I'm actually going with world number eight. I think Justin Thomas gets hot this year. Gets hot this gets year. Gets hot. He gets the hots for who? You? I I took him for the PGA, but I I think he rattles off like three wins this year and gets to world number one by the end of the year. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, we're picking for the world number one. If you, it's going to be someone inside the top ten, so it's not going to be a huge shock right. who ends up right. being. Like if if we picked someone in, of those ten to finish outside the top seventy five. So what about that? Would be shocking. What? Well, so what if? Who out of the top ten would you pick to fall out of the top ten? Cantley. I was gonna say Cantley too, but he's number four. I mean Sam Burns, I don't think is gonna well, I guess Sam Burns could, but he's playing really well. He played well like the entirety of last year. And Rory just gotta win, so he's not gonna fall. I don't see Harris English having a similar season to last year, so he's at twelve. I don't think he's jumping anybody. Louis is only getting older, so yeah, and he only plays well in majors that aren't in America. Who knows? All right, so let's let's do that then. Let's uh, 
let's pick somebody to not win a tournament in calendar 2022. Brooks Kepka. <laughs> the hell out of here. That's my pick. Wow. Brooks Kepka is not winning in 2022. Well, when you're in Arizona for the Phoenix or for Waste Management, he'll be defending champ. I know. Interesting. He won't win. I disagree, but I mean, I that's, a, that's a ballsy pick, is, I'll say that. It is a ballsy pick, but I mean, I, I think he just had like that interview where they were talking to him about like, you know, uh, are you going to get close back to your peak when he won all those majors? And he's like, that wasn't my peak. Like, that is just... I love it. Love arrogance is going to fall flat Love the confidence. I think it's going opposite. New it's set of clubs in the bag. Going downhill. Have you ever feel, felt better than with a new set of clubs in the bag? What do you think? I've only had one set of clubs. And how'd you feel when you got those? I'm pissed off because I wasn't very good at golf. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to take a slightly less risky pick, I guess. But this guy did win three times last year. I'm going to say Jason Kokrak will not win this year. Okay. I think stuff like that goes in cycles. That was like, I think that guy hit like the peak of his that is golfing his game. Peak. So I think he's a little valley. I don't think he wins this Didn't year. Didn't want to go out on a limb and call it a big dog. I mean, Kokrak's still number 20 in the world. He won three times last year. How many people won three times besides Harris English and uh, Kokrak? Those two. Morikawa did, I think. Didn't he win at concession? Oh, yeah. He yeah, won yeah, a major. Right. Oh, no, he won a major the year before. Either way. No, he won the Open last. No, the Open was. He uh, won the Open. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, what prop, about. Like prop bets here? Oh, yeah. Let's do that. For the golf season? Sure. I think. I mean, I'm just going to go back on my, my Ricky train. He'll. Uh, over one and a half wins for Ricky. One and a half. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I'm already penciling them in for a major, so there's okay. one. I think so we'll get that two. was similar to me. I'm gonna, uh, but I'm gonna say Scotty Scheffler, who has not won before. I'm gonna say over one and a half. Okay. I think he's gonna win twice this year. And I think I think Ricky cre- creeps his way back in the top fifteen, top ten range. <laughs> that is ambitious. It it's is. Like eighty fifth. He's eighty fifth. Right I mean, he's just got to get into the fifty because he's not in the Masters right now. I know. If he's going to win, he's got to win Phoenix. It's like his I mean, go-to. It'll be my bachelor party. I might cry there. Yeah. Think he'll, think he'll sign my wedding dress? He might. What about what about a first... Well, this is different than my prop because I think Scotty is going to win and he's never won on the PGA Tour. But if you had to pick someone, a new winner on the PGA Tour, who'd, who, who'd you go with this year? First-time winner? Yeah. So give uh, you a little hint because my guy's won a major, but he hasn't won a PGA Tour event. I'll go with Louis. Louis, Louis Ustazen is finally <laughs> going to get it done on U.S. soil. Uh, let's let's go Harry Higgs. Ooh, I like Harry Higgs. I think uh, he'll get one for the for, for the fluffy guys. I like it. Unbutton your polo until you're uncomfortable, and then unbutton it one more. Yeah, that's Harry Higgs' rule. I mean, it'll probably be a nice social media bender after he wins. Would be you know good 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 follower right there. Yeah, he said. He said something when they did the CJ Cup in Vegas where he's like, I celebrated properly after my top 10 at whatever yeah. tournament that was. But interesting. All right. Well, I mean, I'm looking forward to this golf. I'm going to be watching it this weekend. Yeah. So we'll talk next week and uh, see what came out of it. So let's close this out with a popular segment that we've done the entire football season. And that's our time to lose some money segment. Why don't you uh, give us the results of our of our bowl pick'em challenge and who won the free round of golf? Uh, so, spoiler alert: Dan won by one game. It wasn't 
overly exciting because we were tied going into it once the week two games finished. And yeah. then we only had five games that were different. Those were big games. Matt Corral getting murdered by a shitty offensive line kind of ruined it. For a second, I thought there was going to be a little little chance. And I think like Mississippi State turned it over. There was like a pick six or something. Yeah. Or Ole Miss, sorry. Not Mississippi yeah. State. And so Dan for, took uh, Shepard's Hall. So, so for those that don't... D- didn't listen. We uh, we picked every bowl game up through, not including the national championship. We picked them as the original games and lines. Uh, so we picked every single game, and whoever had the better record wins around at Shepherd's Hollow. And it looked like Dan was going to run away with it after the had first a huge week. first week, horrendous second yeah. week, and I think we were basically Dan had a second week that was forgettable. What, two and was, eleven or something two, like that. I think it was three and ended up being three and twelve. Yeah. Brutal. It was a uh, it was rough. Yeah, I mean one of the one of the games we both were on actually, but uh, Michigan did not fare well in, against yeah. Georgia. That was about the as bad as they played this year, and it just looked like they literally looked like a team that took a month off and just weren't ready to play. No, like, drop weren't. drop passes. You know, quarterback was off. Defense was just missing assignments. It was just, it, it was not good. But they, I mean, they had their chances to make plays. Like, it didn't even look like Georgia ran an offense. It was just like they went, "All right, just go deep, and we're just going to Bowser's lob amazing up. for the tight end." But yeah, he is. But both of those deep, like four of those deep balls that they threw, should have just been picked off. Two of them, the corner just stops running. Like the corner turns um, around and just stops. I mean, Michigan chances. I Cincinnati should fire their offensive coordinator. Yeah. <clears throat> Because you had Bama's third and fourth strings corners playing the entire yeah. game because of injuries. Right. And they took zero shots downfield. Yeah. You know, like third and 11, like trying, they're running draws. They were like trying to get the ball out, but they could not protect him either. Oh, the Tim, number 31. Anderson. Yeah, Anderson is unblockable. Yeah, he's a beast. I mean, it was a good. I mean, it, both games, while they were blowouts, I think Cincinnati was a little more entertaining because it was right pretty close until about eight minutes left right. when they broke through. And Cincinnati definitely their defense lived up to the hype for the most part. They did give up a shitload of ground, you know, yeah. r- rushing yards, but didn't give up a ton of points. They caused some turnovers. I don't know why every Alabama running back looks like Derrick Henry. It's ridiculous. But smaller. Well, smaller than Derrick Henry, but they just they kill people. Yeah, he, the guy's huge, and he's a senior. He had been there. Yeah, he was there with Ford. Yeah. So Ford well, now he's, back and now he's going to get drafted. And yeah, ridiculous. Alabama, a lot of Alabama's so, like running back you, and right now Ohio State's wide receiver you because right. Jameson Williams, yeah, was from Ohio three hundred. Well, then no, that, Ohio, was, that was the Ohio uh, State receiver yeah. had what three hundred forty seven yards. Yeah, three hundred. And then they have Balave, who people had early in the year in the Heisman conversation. Yeah, and Garrett Wilson. Yeah. Um, just sm- side note I saw on Twitter from uh, Aaron McMahon. Uh, Michigan, Georgia had uh, average average viewing of 17.2 million people, and it peaked at 20.5 million people. Mm-hmm. The most viewed non-NFL event on any network in 2021. Yeah. Helps that it was on New Year's Eve. And there was and nothing then, else uh, going on right. at that time. But that puts uh, Michigan... In four of the six most watched football games this yeah, year four in the college, top ten, four of the top six. That's crazy. But anyway, and they lost two of them. Yeah, pain. Yeah, that sucks. Of their th- of their three losses. Anyway, all right. Uh, 
Then for my losses. They had three losses if you include Georgia. Michigan? Didn't they? They lost to Michigan State and they lost to Georgia. Oh, that's it. They only had two. You're right. Why did I think they had three? In your head, you thought they lost to Ohio it State. Fe- I mean, it felt like two losses against Georgia. I think that's what it was. No. You call yourself a Michigan fan. Oh, hey. I had to wear a Georgia shirt in my in the plant all week in Georgia. I had to wear walk around with a shirt that said, How about them dogs? <laughs> like an asshole. Do you still have it? No, I burned it. Did you really? I'm pissed on the answers. Where'd you burn it? I didn't burn it. I threw it in the garbage in the hotel. I wasn't bringing that home. Okay. Anyway, uh, NFL plays. Uh, last week, I was 2-1. and one. I won both my outright plays. Lost my dip because the Cowboys are terrible. Uh, so that brings me to 32-30 and 30 on the year, going into week 18. The first ever week 18, by yeah, the way. Yeah, week 18. Going to uh, be a weird week because there's a lot of COVID, a lot of people not playing. I saw a hilarious uh, thing on Twitter today. It was uh, Cooper Cup breaking Calvin Johnson's record in 18 regular season games is the most Dave Chappelle sketch ever. Yeah. <laughs> I was laughing my ass off. <laughs> uh, so anyway, my pl- I got a few plays this week. There's a couple games I like. So right now the Lions are only plus four against Green Bay. Lions are at home. Camels had obviously they didn't play good against the Seahawks, but uh, no, they played. Tim Boyle terrible. was the quarterback, so I'm thinking Goff might be back this week. But anyway, the Packers already have the one seed locked up, and Aaron Rodgers has a bad foot, real bad toe. So if he plays more than like two drives, then Matt Lafleur should be fired. So I'll take the points, and I'm probably going to take the Lions money line too. Uh, so that's one. Uh, the Saints playing for a playoff spot. I'll take them. Minus four and a half. They are playing, I think they play the Falcons. They're at Atlanta. It's actually three and a half now. Uh, So I will take the Saints. They're playing for a playoff spot. Uh, I will take the Chargers, who are on Sunday Night Football, are in a win and in situation. I win and ends. They're at the Raiders, and they are minus three. I will take the Chargers. And then my dip of the week. Mm. 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 Couple, I'm going to the ever-dreaded three-team dip. Oh, God. You could get Dick Rambond. No. I won. I've only done that once, and I won. Anyway, well, you could I'll take the Chiefs. Rambond, I you Chiefs will. are playing for a potential number one seed. They're at Denver on Saturday. They're minus 11.5, so I will dip them to minus 1.5. John fucking Denver. Uh, the Eagles are minus five, or sorry, Cowboys are minus five. I will take the Eagles from plus five to plus fifteen. Okay. Um, I like Who's how they're playing again. Cowboys at Philly, and they're plus five. Eagles are plus five. Is someone hurt? I don't know. I mean, they're both like Eagles are playing for a playoff spot. The Cowboys seating is not locked. Yeah. So. It's interesting. So I'll take the Eagles to 15. And then you have Tennessee, who's playing the Texans. And if Tennessee wins, Tennessee will be the one seed in the AFC. They so have Tennessee is really fucking good. They I, had like that three-week stretch that made them think they were the worst team in the world. I don't understand it, how they're good, because I think Tannehill sucks, but their defense is playing so good. I do have a an NFL play. 
for the week. Anyway, that was my dip, though. I'll take Tennessee to even. So Tennessee to even, KC to minus one and a half, Philly to plus 15. Okay. So, so give us your play before you give us your dip of the week. So the Jags are, what, plus 14 and a half right now against the Colts? It was more than that, I thought. I thought it was 16 and a half. 16 and a half? Taking the Jags. 15 and a half. So Jags plus 15 and a half. Okay. Colts haven't won in Jacksonville since 2014. They're 2-2 two and two against each other the last four meetings. Didn't the Jags just get plowed by the Patriots? The Jags have been plowed by everyone. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That style I don't think is good for the Jags. Like, the Patriots won 50-10. to 10. I, I just think the Jags, as bad as they are, they're going to show, like, a glimmer of hope. And I, it's a clown out, so... What does that mean? They're, the fans are all dressing like clowns because they want their uh, GM fired. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Yeah. There's been a lot of, like, media talk around it. But I think... Trevor Lawrence, who's having a historically bad year for right. like quarterbacks ever, yep. I think he put something together. I don't think he's as bad as he's been playing. Okay, so give me a Jags. I actually I'll be jagging like off to plus fifteen and a half. I do like that play. Uh, a couple of weird stats I had just as I was perusing from Pro Football Focus, Steve Palazzolo, uh, Trayvon Diggs, your boy, who at the midway oh, point you said potential defense. Yeah, giving up a thousand yards in coverage this year, it's most in the famine. NFL. Feaster famine, but he yeah. has like what twelve picks. Yeah, he's going. I think if he gets a pick, he sets the record. Yeah, for one season. There's like four people that can set single season records, obviously with an extra game. But yeah. Um, and then my other one was from Field Yates, our very own Amon Ross St. Brown, first rookie in NFL history with eight catches in five games in a row. He's really good. I also sat him on my bench in my fantasy championship for DJ Moore, who had like two catches for like 15 yards. DJ Moore is uh He just killed my team. No, Cam Newton killed DJ Moore. That's what I meant. Cam Newton killed DJ Moore. <laughs> Sam uh, Darnold's back this week, so start DJ Moore in week 18. Yeah, great. I'll do that. My second place <laughs> team. Fuckers. And, and I said Joe Burrow, by the way. Joe Burrow? Okay. That's, who had, like, who'd you start over Joe Burrow? Stafford. God, you're such a slappy. He still had 300 yards. I know, but... He just didn't have four touchdowns. Yeah, he had two picks. KC's defense has been really good. I didn't think Burrow was going to light him up for 35 after throwing for 500 yards like two weeks before that. In my dip of the week, uh, shout out to my buddy Joey Bags of Donuts. Okay. He makes his own salsas. He made me like uh, one of his his, uh, habanero salsas, I believe. Okay. It's delicious. Love it. A little sweetness in it. He also makes a uh, ghost a pepper. Chunk? Is it a chunky salsa? Not chunky. Not love, super chunky. I love a chunky salsa. Chunky salsas are better if they're like mild. I don't want to be eating like pieces of habanero. I do. You do not. And tomatoes. I want to be eating a piece of habanero. Just raw. I ate a whole habanero before raw and it was bad. I was laying on the floor. Yeah, they're hot. Um, but uh, he has a, a blueberry ghost pepper sauce that he makes. Interesting. Uh, with a little citrus. He makes it, he grows all of his own peppers too. So, so is this a tortilla chip then or? Uh, no, I, I put this on like a little breakfast casserole I made. I put my tacos. Ooh, there you go. Yeah. Put the shit on everything. Hot salsas the new are my Frank's Red Hot. I like that. The hotter, the better. I feel like that about cocktail sauce. Yeah. I'm also on a big mustard kick. I love whole... Bit, like we just put mustard on everything? Whole like, grain mustard. Put it on everything. What, what's the weirdest thing you've eaten mustard on? Um, I'd have to think about that. That's a good question. I don't know. Pretz... Uh, no, pretzel's, pretzel's not normal. Weird. Pretzel's not weird. Like, if you put it on eggs, that'd be weird. I would. I'd love you it. you put mustard on eggs? I'd love it. I'd put it on hash browns. I'm going to do that. I'll do that this weekend. Yes. I'll get some hash browns. I'll put mustard on it. I mean, it probably is good. It's a potato. We all went out to dinner for New Year's Eve and... Uh, Where'd you go? 
went to City Kitchen in Gross Point. Okay. Delicious. But I ordered a bourbon mustard glaze salmon. Mmm. Wasn't mustardy enough. I ordered. I was just gonna bring me the Heinz. I'll just dump it on the top. Nah, you there. think they were using Heinz to glaze that salmon <laughs> yeah. there in Gross Point? <laughs> my my brother got a uh, what was supposed to be like a ten ounce prime rib. Yeah. It was about thirty two ounces of prime rib. It was massive. And did he just lather it in horsey sauce? Yeah, and I just sat there with my eight ounce, six ounces of salmon, just <laughs> feeling like, like you're gonna idiot. diet, <laughs> yeah, feeling like a moron. Anyway, all did right. At least let you try it. Yeah, it was nipple? delicious. Yeah, it was good. How much horseradish sauce was on your one bite? All of it. It was dipped. It was actually a horseradish like sauce. It wasn't like the okay. spreading horseradish. Oh, okay. It was good though. Speaking of sauces, Eastside Rick loves like anything mayo and ranch. And okay. New, Year- New Year's Eve, this guy was just we were eating pizza rolls, which you eat with your hands. Yeah. He went and got a, like a, a spoon with it, so he'd scoop ranch and put the the pizza roll on it and eat that. <laughs> If he was really serious, he would like crack the pizza roll open and dip, just to pour the ranch inside. There's so much ranch on this. <laughs> I wish I had taken video to show you. Yeah. That'll be the first video I post on for for 2022. It won't be a golf video. It'll be Eastside Rick eating mayo or ranch. Our first video is probably going to be me in Vegas next week. Oh God! I tell you, because we're playing uh, Sand Hollow on Friday, so mm. keep an eye. Check out the Instagram. Keep an eye out for that at 100 underscore Keep It Under. All right. Well, we will uh, we'll get into our golf resolutions this year yep, pretty soon, week. and uh, we will talk to everybody soon. Cheers to twenty twenty two and happy new year, and keep it under a hundred. When you grab all your buds and you about to hit the links, when you take out a club and you about to hit a swing, what you gonna do? Shit, what you mean? Keep it under, keep it under, under hundred. 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 We keep it under a hundred.